K's, two A's in America. Three K's, two A's, Three K's, two A's in America. Damn, I feel amazing. Hello out there to my American friends, my <laughs> listeners out there. I want to say welcome back. You're in the right place. You're looking for it. You found it. Welcome to one more episode of Black on Both Sides featuring you, your host, King Kunta. Be honest. Well, I don't know how honest he is. He's pretty conservative. But his Black on Both Sides. Wow. Thank you, number 44. Coming up in the world. Um, why, why would, okay, I just have a question for the, for the former president. Why would me being conservative make me be dishonest? Well, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't, don't go putting words in my mouth. That's not what I said. You, you are conservative. You do have some leanings. And, you know, you, you, you follow that, that thought. You follow that line of thinking to its logical end. You might find yourself on the wrong side of the truth. Um, yeah, I still don't see how that connects, but I, I get it. Thank you, Mr. President, or ex-Mr. President. My president's black. Not anymore. And my Cadillac is also black. Your president is orange. And my Cadillac has been repaired. Won't he do it? Praise dance. Praise run. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, but... There's a Clark sister when you need one. It won't be long, though. Electrical problems plague Cadillacs. That's okay. It only needs to last another 19 months. It's at least 36 months. I'll turn it right back in, and no one will be the wiser. <laughs> oh, that's messed up. Next sucker. Yeah, you're going to just trade that off to the next guy. That's cool. It's the American way. Yeah, but you know, uh, they're, ni- they're nice while they work, though. Cadillacs are very nice while they work. And if you know whether they are actually on or off after you leave the vehicle, when they do that, Appropriately, and there are no surprises. It's it also is pretty good. That's crazy though for a, a gas powered car to do that because you know my wife has the electric car, and there are oftentimes that car is running and no one knows. So that's all. It's well, odd that a gas car does that. Well, it's the gas saving feature to try to compete with electrical cars. The engine shuts itself off periodically, particularly when the car is at a stopping point. Ah. and so that's the problem. Oh, makes sense. That makes sense. Well, I'm glad you got your car back. Me too, man. It was rough. I was slumming it. I had a Grand Cherokee. I had a Ford Escape. Ford Escape was actually low-key nice. I would never buy one because that's not how I'm living. I live in LA. We don't do that. But it was actually kind of nice. And (laughs) the last car, which sucked, which is terrible, was a Dodge Journey. Everything Bianca said about American products came to be came out turned out to be true in the Dodge Journey that I had to rent for a day. It was awful. Now, whenever I see anybody with a Dodge Journey, I like I feel bad for them because they had a choice. They did, and and they, they made the wrong that. choice, and they bought that damn Journey. The whole and the whole now time they have to deal with it. The whole car should be thrown away. The whole you know they should be turned into scrap metal. Terrible. The whole Terrible. time that I um when I when I heard about XXX Tentacion's murder, and they said that the the assailants were in a Dodge Journey, I was like, oh god. Like, I, immediately, I was like, why would they wait, pick wait, that Wait, wait, trip? wait. wait. Uh, are you being for, for real? They were on a journey? Yes. Well, shit, there you go. <laughs> People with journey, man, they got to take penitentiary chances. They live in raw. They're lost. Yeah. Like a ship without a sail. They just out there journeying. 
Yeah, it's pretty bad. But you know, I heard um actually on to Ford's to Ford's credit, I heard that Ford is really good for working with uh small business owners and um, you know, credit to get them vehicles for their business. So I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shit on Ford all the way. Well, you should have shit on them in the beginning with because they paid that loan back right when it was given, one, and two, they didn't even ask for it. Because Ford, a long time ago, before the uh the auto bust uh, that happened a while ago, a long while ago, had already figured out how to compete internationally. Yeah. Go Ford. If I were going to buy an American car, it would definitely be a Ford. But I'm not. Okay. But I'm not. Is Would it be a Ford Raptor 4x4? Because that's what I want. Oh, that, yeah, those are nice. And the new Ford Bronco. I got to see it first. And when it comes out, you know what color I'm getting? Red? White girl, white. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I like white cars. I don't, I don't know if I want another one, though. Mm. White's wimpy, and you can't keep it clean. White's better than black as far as cars go. In reality, though all my vehicles are black, uh, when it gets hot, it's just not good. Yeah, I got a black car now. Oh, well, yeah, well, enough about that stuff. What else is going on, man? Well, you know, I was thinking to myself, damn, I really wish one of my low-key favorite artists would drop a mixtape. Future, and he did. <laughs> it's, uh, it's called Beast Mode Two. Even though I'm pretty sure you live in a close proximity to Future's uh, people and hangouts and shenanigans and chicanery, you didn't listen to Be- Beast Mode Two, did you? Be honest. I did not. My son tried to get me to, and he he really liked it. Why would he do such a thing? Does your are you and your son on the outs again? No. Why would he do that to you? No, no. I'm a Future fan. No. He he said like it was really nice. mediocre. He said it's mediocre. You said it's mediocre. It's mediocre. What? Wow, that's that's a problem to hear you say that. Where is my trap? Where's my good trap music? Need some trap B sides you done gave me. Where's my good trap? Where's my presidential trap? Wow. Where's my executive level trap music? How exactly? That's what I expect. How exactly did you get to to be a future fan? Like, how did that happen? We'll be honest. I realized that the music that I loved, no one was making it anymore. And so then I decided to see what was up and coming. And it was apparently, uh, it was at the beginning of the uh, mumble rap phenomena. Right. I would also argue that Future is not really a mumble rapper, nor are the, Migo- nor are the Migos. And they're, you should leave them out of the mumble rap discussion. Right. Um, but in any event, uh, yeah, so... I got into it, and just like uh, you know, you know, just like anything that's an acquired taste, it took some acquiring, and I immersed myself in uh, Dirty Sprite, Beast Mode One, his entire catalog, and let's just see, I came out a fan, except for that raggedy ass uh, sixteen he spit on the Black Panther album for King's Dead. That was bullshit. That was. Bullshit. Had he had he spent Death Row, Death Row Records in the in in the in the nineties, Suge would have whooped his ass. What about um that that Drake collabo? Did you like that? Oh, what a time! Wow, to be alive. That was awful. Uh, there are some bangers on that. Where your ass was at? DJ Esco knock. I don't know what you're talking about, man. You gotta stay with the young. You gotta keep up with the youth, be honest. Otherwise, I, you're gonna turn into somebody shaking your fist. Nah, I don't, I don't think that Future's a bad artist. I just don't like it. That's what I was telling my son. Like, I'm not. Fair. I'm not mad at it. I listen to like um, 
Uh, I think uh, the last one I just had some red something. Um, red, uh, I can't remember. Red light maybe. Is that on that? Is that on the Beast Mode too? A song or an album? The song. It's the song called Red. Oh, light. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably like five or six, and I listen. I listened that far. That's why I wanted to let you know. I listened. I listened in. It wasn't like just the first song. Like now, nah, I'm good. Hey, I, you didn't think it was mediocre? You giving me that surprise sound? I don't really like Future, so I I wasn't judge. I was I was saying that I like it at all, and I didn't really like it. So I, you know, I didn't. No, I didn't I'm have judging much. him against himself, and it just it was. And Zaytoven did some of those tracks. It's just right. Well, wait, wait, what are you doing here? Yeah, I mean the 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 uh, was it Superfly movie soundtrack was better than this. I'm disappointed. Have you seen? You want to know what album I was not disappointed with? Maxwell. You know, the other day in the Slack, um, I almost posted this picture of Maxwell dancing around on stage one of his shows. <laughs> uh, looking like he was wearing some sort of silk pajamas. And it looks like he had tied some sort of silk scarf that had nothing to do with the pajamas around his head. And I was going to post, Maxwell makes his own stage outfits. He does. And listeners who don't know, in the Slack room, for some reason, I don't even know why, actually, for some reason, we slander Maxwell all the time. Just a random Wednesday or, you know, Monday afternoon. Whenever we're bored, whenever yeah. we're low, we, wherever we need to pick me up, we're, Maxwell we, is yep. there for us. Exactly. Maxwell, the type of nigga that blah, blah, Those, blah, blah, blah. You fill in the blank. Those damn pretty wings. <laughs> uh, so, Slack, what is that? We talk about the Slack because if you are a fan of Black on Both Sides, if you have found us through any other podcast on the Rare Sonus Network, then you know that it all goes down in the Slack. The Slack is essentially the matrix to, it's a launching pad for almost everything that goes on. Well, a lot of things that go on uh, and out to you. So if you have any interest on contacting King Kunta 3X, because that's my full name, or be honest, uh, directly and interact with us, you know, go to rarescience.com and and eat, and uh, submit uh, uh, a request to join the Slack room and be honest, we'll get you in there. Yeah, definitely. Definitely will. If, and if you just have to use email, you can email me at admin at com, and I can also get you set up. Mm. And uh, Rare Sonnets is the network. Rare Sonnets is our death row. And be honest, it's sort of like our Suge Knight. <laughs> wow. If you think about it. <laughs> no, nah, let's, not, let's not do that. Let's, I, can we have another record label maybe? If we have to do record labels, can we do another record label? I don't know if I want to be Death Row. But if we're bad boy, I always get to be Diddy. Always. I'm always Diddy. Forever Diddy. You want to be the slightly almost gay guy? Uh, that's got all the money because I own all the contracts and all the masters. And I'm always dancing in the video. Talking over the video. <laughs> so you're saying yes to the gay guy? <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> Uh, Nobody knows. People, people kind of know. I mean, come on. Nobody knows. I mean, we've never caught him with actual, you know, what I'm saying any in in the act. But come on. I mean, you know, come on. You know, he's very. For me, he's very. Diddy, Diddy is living with a broken heart. Okay, from J Lo. Yeah, yeah. That's the one that got away. Yeah, that's wild, you know, isn't it? J Lo is living her effing best life with a Rod. Yeah. Sometimes your replacement. Is literally right beside you. Have you seen that picture of J Lo, A Rod, and Mark Anthony all hugged up? <laughs> no. Your replacement is sometimes closer than you think. Right. Right. Yeah. But in any event, you said uh, there was a good album that came let out. Let me tell you an album that didn't disappoint me that's been going hard right. all week. Now, be honest, alluded to this. 
you know, there are certain things I want to say for premium content. Well, what's premium content? In Rare Sonnets Network, all the shows, including this one, Black on Both Sides, uh, has its own premium content. And the co-hosts have their own premium content. And for the low, low cost of a uh, non-fat vanilla latte, grande, which Mm -hmm. is a medium, you too can have access to all those shows and and the archives. But in any event, uh, several shows back, Be Honest tried over my objection to tell people about my love for certain, let's say ratchet music. (laughs) <laughs> and one of the my favorite artists who I grew up with, Don Key, aka Lil Kiki the Don, just dropped Self Made too. God, what is let he, me. Uh, is he fifty? Well, how old trans- is he? Let me let me translate this. Let me let me let me translate this for all, any and all listeners out there on the Third Coast. Already know what I'm talking about. Know what I'm saying. It's your boy King Kunta finna holler at you. Spit that about that Don Key. Self-made too. Posting up. Go get it. You got to do it. He's still gripping grain. Still got rocks on the wrist. The haters still pissed. Go ahead and support your boy. Houston Strong. And you already know that already. The message is out. I've done my part. <laughs> that, was, that was... I like Obama better. I like the Obama voice better. Well, 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 I, I could understand why you think that. You yeah. know, it's, you know, you had eight years of it. Right. It's familiar. <laughs> it's just like a warm bath. It's like a warm bath in chamomile. A little, little Al Green in the background. I understand. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I've ever listened to a little Kiki song all the way through. Like, never. Not even one time. Not even, I've never listened to more than a, a, a verse and a hook. Ever. I'm absolutely not surprised. And that's not sarcasm in any way, shape, or form. He just, if you're not from Texas, you don't know who the hell Lil Kiki is. Yeah, he just didn't get the burn here in Atlanta. He, he, just, never, he never blew up. Yeah. He never blew up. But that's okay. He blew, he blew up in my heart. Don Key, keep doing you. It's not over. Hmm. Keep dropping hits. One day you'll be platinum. And But you're, but you're really saying that was a, it was a good album, or are you just saying that because you're a fan? Like, was it a good album for everyone or just for fans? It's a good album for fans of a certain type of music. Right. You're familiar with that from Texas. If you're not familiar with the SUC, Herschel Wood, Hard, Herschel Wood Hardheads, DJ Screw, Robert Davis, Swisher House, this isn't for you. Okay. If any of those names sound familiar, yeah, you should check it out. Your boy Kiki did the damn thing. So, you know, it was, it was, it was good. It was more than I expected. Uh, the beats were, were, were superb. Sometimes I find that when you... Certain artists, the beats are are not good. Those that, you know, maybe had a one hit or two hit or three hit run and are still holding on, the production of their albums is dated and or not good. Yeah. So what do you put him above? Looking at you, Dad Nigga Daz, Daz <laughs> Dillinger. You put him above. Uh... Listen, to all, listen to all that bullshit that I, I heard you put out. Every time you drop an album, I, I listen to it. It's 2018, Daz. Stop making all eyes on me. It's 2018. Using the same beats. Stop it. Okay, sorry. Yeah, that's cool. You uh, needed to know. Would you, you needed to know. Would you put Kiki above Chameleonaire? <laughs> as far as <laughs> anything, 
No, 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 no. This is a serious conversation. As as far as uh, music, music. No, no, no. We're not talking about lyrical content. Oh, you trying to clown? No, I'm having a real serious conversation. We talking about King Cooper and Kiki the Don. Don't play me like that, be honest. Oh, wait a minute. I am from Texas. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. You think Chameleon is a good artist too? Wow. That's how it's gonna go down. <laughs> unlike Kiki, Chameleon actually. Has fans outside of Texas. That's because of that one song, "Picture Me Rolling." That's and, and not "Picture Me Rolling." Uh, no. Riding Dirty. Hey, that's it. And that, come on, man. I, I'm I'm impressed with Chameleonaire's other ventures. Name oh. another song by Young MC that's not "Bust a Move." See what I did there? <laughs> yeah, but I don't. What do you, What does that mean? I don't get it. How's that? How does that prove your point? It means he's not popular any damn where anymore. But he had that one hit, and so he'll always be able to make some money. Okay. Hey guys, listen to this. Fair enough. But what I'm saying is, Chameleonaire outside of music though has done his thing. He's you know a venture capitalist now, from what I've heard. I don't know if it's true or not. I saw a lecture by him that that seemed believable. So I think that he actually has turned his something into something something. But well, to turn your something into something something requires you have a little something something in those six inches of space between your ears. Oh no, that was a hit. That 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 riding dirty song. No, what I'm saying is, you know, we all have different gifts. And perhaps Kiki the Don does not have a gift for business and profitability. Right, right. but Chameleonaire is not a good artist, so, so stop that. Like nobody. No, no, no. You're not going. We no, we're not going. Not today. Be honest. Come oh no, on, sir. Man. You don't really do believe this today. That. Yeah, I rep the Dirty Third. Chameleonaire is one of the best freestyle artists to come out of the Texas area, <laughs> and his particular style of free of. Of freestyling, his particular flow matches well with the screwed up, chopped up music pioneered by Mr. Robert Davis, aka DJ Screw, and also taken further and currently being played by Mr. Michael Watts of Swisher House. Wow. This is his style of rap is perfect for the slowed down uh sound of of, of screwed and chopped. You're serious. That's wild. I'm very serious. That's wild. Listeners, it's not wild. Listeners, write in and let us know if you like Chameleonaire. I don't think anybody else likes him but you. Any Okay, let me put it like this. Listeners, write in. If, if you're wow. not from Texas, write in and tell us whether or not you like Chameleonaire. Chameleonaire. Wow. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> you're not going to stop. Okay. Oh, King man. Cool. UGK. I like them. Well, this, you know. Mr. Mike, when, is he from Texas? If we wait. If we wake up tomorrow and the sun's out, I like the sun too. So yes, UGK is a damn institution. Right. Thank you for thank you for feeling the need to share with us that you like you too also like UGK. Is Mr. Mike from Texas? Mr. Mike? Yeah. Uh, yes. I think I like him. I liked him back in the day anyway. I liked uh who was the guy who had the Gray Skies um song? He was he's part of the Ghetto Boys for like one album. Big uh. Big Mike? Big Mike. Is he from Texas? I think he is, right? Yep. Of course, I like you know the... He should be from Texas, but is not Tila. Jesus, where is he? Where are you, Tila? Tila is from uh, Memphis, right? Tennessee. Nah, he's from uh, your, your boy, Jay Smooth. He's from the M.I. He's from the SIP? Yeah. You don't remember that song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tila, Tila's the guy, though. But um, that, yeah, Big well, Mike. Big Mike and Ghetto Boys, I like them. But come on, man. When you start getting to all the other guys with the chopped and screwed, like the Paul Walls and... Uh, Mike Would you J- like me to name the biggest artist out of Texas right now? The biggest artist out of Texas right now? Who, Lil Flip? 
by the way, clearly we're not talking about, we're, we're clearly talking about rap. Everybody knows where Beyonce and Kelly are from. Who cares? That's what we're talking about. Who cares? We're talking about uh, hip hop artists. I think the biggest hip hop artist out of Texas now is Travis Scott. Yeah, but he don't claim y'all, so it don't matter. What do you mean he doesn't claim us? Would you like not watching the playoffs? Nah, come on, man. In his music, yeah, he Kylie Jenner's uh, bought ass and lips at the at the Houston at Houston watching playoff games. Get out of here, sir. He doesn't claim y'all sir. in his music. There's no signs of that in his music. Sir. By the way, uh, R.I.P. to the Atlanta Hawks today. That was a bad trade. Uh, I didn't even know what happened. I was I was busy all day. What happened? Uh, they traded the black German guy, Schroeder. Schroeder, yeah. Uh, ooh. And somebody else whose name I don't remember. I only remember Schroeder for Carmelo Anthony and some picks. What? But Carmelo. Wait, wait. No, no, no. No, no, no. He's never going to go, be honest. Okay. So they essentially threw away Schroeder. Well, no, we need to get rid of him. We needed to get rid of Schroeder because he he's he wants a big contract, and I don't think he's worth it. I, I don't like the way he plays. Oh, he's going to go back up Russell Wilson? I'm sorry. Russell Westbrook? <laughs> That's cool. That's good for him. I think he I think he could probably fit into some teams. I don't like him on the Hawks, though. So I'm I glad don't know how he fits in OKC. He like, doesn't. Russ, he doesn't come out of games. Yeah, he doesn't. He wants, he wants the ball to be in his hands all the time. I don't like he him. He wants that triple-double. And he's not that. I mean, I've seen I've seen him a few oh, times in Atlanta. He don't, don't do that. I look like I could <laughs> I do see him. Where you going? I'm trying to pull you back. No, nah, I, I, I think I could do him. I think I could do him for real. And back don't in my day, back in my day, I think I could do him. He's not that big either. I don't know what he says. He's that six, whatever he says he is on TV. He's not that. He's be, in the fives. Man, I want people to accept <laughs> what we say as having some sort of fact base and truth. And if you're gonna say ridiculous shit like that, well, that's the that's second half of the show. Chip away. <laughs> I thought that was the second half of the I thought the first half we just, you know, we just talk, we shoot the you shit. You can't say I, ridiculous stuff. I mean That's not ridiculous. He's not that big. Like he's really, really skinny. I would give him a problem. You know what I'm saying? Back in my day. Not now. I'm too old now, but back in the day I would give him a problem. It wouldn't let be no easy win. Done. Huh? Please let me know when you're done. <laughs> and he's from Germany too. Germans can't play ball. Come on, man. Name another German player that's real good. Dirk Nowitzki. He's not from Germany, is he? Detlef Shrimp. Okay, Detlef Shrimp was dope. It, but Dirk Nowitzki grew up here. I don't think he even... Does he, is he even from over there, really? Yes. I think that was a joke. I don't think he's actually from there. He played on the German team. Yeah, that, but yeah, that's because his parents... He's like for one second generation German or something. It doesn't matter. I'm, yeah. I'm just joking. Dennis Schroeder would, would mess me up on the court, so I'm just playing really anyway. Have you ever played with an NBA player? I have. I played with Kenny Anderson. Like, seriously, you trying to you tried to check him? I, I actually, luckily, didn't have to check him, but it wouldn't have mattered because he, he was just too good. It was like, it was like two That's different. What I'm yeah, it was two you, different you, speeds. You play a talent like that. Yeah, you immediately see the gulf between you and them. I had my <laughs> moment up until that time. I thought I was going to be a baller. All right. Uh, Kunta did average thirty three points per game as a junior and senior. The more you know. That team must have sucked. That league, that division must have sucked. You were in a two A. What were you? Two A. One A. One A, yeah, you can do that in one A. Also, King Kunta probably still holds the record for dunks at his high school. In one A, okay, you can do that in a one A school. Go to five A and do that. That number was six. Um, anyway, I had hoop dreams because hey, why not be a stereotype? And so, um, yeah, I I tried to check T.J. Ford in his. Oh yeah, it didn't. Ah, 
Man. Isn't that the craziest thing? Like, you don't even have to play a star NBA player. Just an NBA player. And wait, they wait, just... wait, no, no. TJ for... Don't do we it. The same, don't... We were the same age. We're about the same age. Maybe I'm a year older than he is. Uh-huh. And so it was a it was my retirement party. <laughs> right. It was my reality crashing in on me. Until I met TJ Ford and tried to check him, I, re- I thought that whatever I could do, the answer was always just work harder at it and it'll be okay. Right. There's a percentage of people that are able to get Division I college scholarships. Of that percentage of people, only the top 1% or 5% or less have even any hopes and dreams of being paid money by anyone to continue playing basketball after that. Right. Of that 5%, an even smaller percentage find themselves drafted in in the NBA. So TJ Ford was a high draft pick. And TJ Ford... Uh, was going to be a serviceable player before the next stenosis ended his career. Because T.J. Ford has that Magic Johnson, Jason Kidd, LeBron thing. And he sees the plays three steps before they happen. There's nothing you can do with that. T.J. Ford? That's from God. T.J. Um, Ford? I don't, okay. I don't... When When was this? Like, in college? When did he, when did he have this thing you're talking about? It's three plays ahead. TJ really Ford exposing your your sports knowledge here, man. No, sir. TJ Ford was never good in the pros. He was he was okay. You're not listening to what I'm saying. So I, TJ Ford uh, in college was the best college player. Right. He led the league in in uh, assi- led the the nation in assists. Right. Both years he was there. He led Texas to a Final Four berth. The only right. one. Right. Not KD. Uh, he was drafted fairly high by the Milwaukee Bucks. Right. And he was going to be a serviceable point going guard. What does that mean? An average player. Yeah. But even the average players, every in every professional player has something they're great at. Right. And so TJ Ford's God-given gift is his mind to see plays sometimes two and three plays before they happen. There's nothing you can do with that. You can't teach it. You can't. Jason Williams, the white chocolate, he had that too. You can't teach that. You can't. You can't. And right. so that's what made him special. Had he been five inches taller, he would have been an all-star. But in any event, <laughs> he still would have been cut short because he had that, that, that narrowing spinal issue that he's here with a lot of football players. And so if he fell on his head, he could have been paralyzed with that narrow spine, spinal cord, so he had to retire. That's how not good T.J. Ford was compared to other NBA players. Like, most people don't even know that he had a spinal issue. I didn't. T.J. Ford wasn't ever, uh, he was never three steps ahead, if you ask me. But hey, man, he was a Texas alum, so I, I, I see why you're, you're going there with it. I'm going to let you have it. Um, but yeah, I played I against say, I don't know anything about what he did in college and why he got drafted so high and leave it at that. Yeah. That's that's accurate. That that will let the and that will allow our listeners to say, "Oh, be honest, is no no shit about TJ Ford." Nothing about TJ Ford because no one does because he he wasn't a good player. Like no, literally, true. literally that's nobody. Not true. That's no just one, not true. No one outside of Houston, San Antonio, Laredo. Not, oh, it's San Antonio was his last stop after the injury <laughs> diagnosis, but uh, San Antonio has a close relationship with the University of Texas, and they essentially. Talked him into shutting it down. On the other hand, everyone knows who Kenny Anderson is, and he literally was playing another speed than everyone else on the court. Even his homeboy, he had a homeboy that came with him. Play, you didn't check him, so it doesn't matter. It don't, I don't have to check him. I'm on the court looking at the the, the uh, way that he's moving compared to everybody feel, else. You gotta feel the fear, right? You gotta get that fight or flight thing kick off in you. Yeah. You gotta have the oh shit, he's coming right at me. 
Yeah, I mean, well, he, um, you don't have to check somebody for that to happen. You're like, oh, where did he go? Right. Oh, yeah, it was bad. he dunked it, didn't he? I don't think everybody knows that, though. I don't think everybody realizes how how much better NBA players are, even the bad ones. So, like, it's when you not see— not even close. Yeah. Even the worst— Right. The worst player in the NBA can kick everyone's ass you know who's not in the NBA <laughs> on a basketball court. Pretty much. Pretty much. Looking at you, LeVar Ball. Looking at you. Yeah, that's that's gonna be a mess. I, I hope he does. I hope they trade Le, um, Lonzo. I don't even want to see that. And I'm not a Lakers fan, but I just know that's gonna be a mess if he's if Lavar gets to be anywhere around that team. Uh, it's not gonna happen because you've forgotten. The uh, Lakers have the Kang, Kang James, L.A. Bron. Yeah. Oh, Lebronica still popping off out here in these West Coast streets. Wow. It's guys- Lebron's teams. You guys are all gay. Every last one of y'all who are now on the bandwagon already. Like, that is, that is like, nobody's wait, gay. Wait, 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 wait. You didn't know I was a Lakers fan? You were ne- you've never been a Lakers fan. When did you start? When have you ever said as one long, positive thing about the Lakers? As you've known me, I've been a Lakers fan. I've been a Lakers fan since uh, MJ's second retirement. When have you ever said anything positive about the Lakers? In the slack as or anywhere As long as you've known me, the Lakers have been shit. The only why team. Would, why would I highlight that? <laughs> the only team you've ever spoken about have been the Dallas Cowboys. I, Say what? Hey, Say we what? We talked about not talking about the football <laughs> team in Dallas. Say what? But <laughs> why would I bring up the Lakers when they suck? They've sucked for five whole ass years. Why would I say anything about it? Yeah, I guess. And if you paid attention in the Slack room to the sports room, you would have seen that. If anything, I'd been talking to Jamie Mack. Jamie Mack's a. Uh, uh, is a member of the No Nonsense show, but uh, about the Lakers and, and Baylor about the Lakers. Right. Uh, so, yeah, but nah, man, you just missed it. I, yeah, nah, that's okay. not news, man. It had nothing to do with LeBron, but okay. I'll take him. Okay, I'll well. take relevance. Would you rather be relevant or irrelevant? I'm going to take relevant. I hear you, man. Speaking of news, what, what do we got this week for the news? <sighs> Dang, that was that uh, Drake side from his clapback. Man, we got to do it. You know, we're always going to try on Black on Both Sides to talk with you out there, the listeners, about what's pertinent, what's going on in the world today, what matters. And that's uh, one of the core mission statements that we try to do here. I know, you know, if you follow the pattern, you know, now we're getting to the meat of this sandwich. The meat of this sandwich is um, the President of the United States recently met with Vladimir Putin. And Helsinki, Finland. Helsinki, Finland is a location that has a lot of history between Russian slash Soviet leaders and presidents. A lot of history of that's where we meet to talk about things. After the two met, there was a press conference. Donald Trump was asked directly... um, about Russian interference in the 2016 election. And I'm just going to read the quote. (laughs) Trump said, quote, my people came to me. They said they think it's Russia. He looked over President Putin, who was standing in him. It's a joint press conference. I have President Putin. He just said it's not Russia. I will say this. I don't see any reason why it would be Russia. Actually, why it would be, dot, dot, dot. That's a problem. 
it's a problem because Trump has taken to doing what he does to everyone he knows. He's 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 punched an adversary uh, and he's punched an ally in the face. And in this case, specifically the United States Central Intelligence, the United States Intelligence Agency. They have said beyond a shadow of a doubt, concretely, this is a problem. This is Russia is did uh, meddle in the election. They're meddling in other elections worldwide. This is what they're doing. This is how they're cyber attacking countries. So when President Trump said this, there was a firestorm immediately uh, back in D.C. You had several senators come out and say that uh, what I just told you about the uh, United States intelligence saying concretely, conclusively, that not only did Russia uh, meddle in our election, Russia is meddling in other elections with cyber warfare. And so that day, after Trump sees that there's a bipartisan effort getting started to rebuke him on what is just not fact. By the way, don't let it be lost that Putin also said that he wanted Trump to win. So you've got the guy who benefited from meddling saying the guy that who meddled that allowed him to get the thing he wanted didn't meddle. Right. Despite the fact that everyone whose job it is to know these things have said the guy, in fact, did meddle and he's meddling us and other people, and this is just what they're doing. Okay. Hey, hang on, hang on. Don't go any further yet because I know where you're about to go with it. I want to ask you a couple of questions. So, did you actually watch the entire summit or the, the, the press conference after the summit? Uh, just that soundbite portion that was snipped and, and blown up because, like you, Busy, 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 busy. Actually, I, I watched the whole thing. So, um, you know, this time, this time, I, I did my due diligence. So the 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 idea that at all. the idea here is what happened Ooh, prior to the question that you heard the quote for. Putin actually said that there is no way they did it. He was like, "We're not part of that. We had nothing to do with it." So what Trump was referencing was what Putin had just said. The question right before that one. So what the what the interviewer actually asked was. Um, and it was, it was, it was a Russian person. So, oh, actually it was not, it, this one was not there. Some of the questions were being translated. So I was not sure there whether no they were Russian press, whether they were, no, there were people that were there speaking Russian, asking questions. I don't know if they were the press or not, but they were there. So anyway, the, someone who spoke English, they weren't American though. They had an accent. They, they, they basically said, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing here because I don't have the exact quote, but they were saying that, so Trump, your security advisor, your top security advisors are saying without a doubt Russia meddled in the election and did some type of rigging, cyber attack, whatever. They're saying that this happened with no exception. And Putin is saying that he did not. So who, do you, who are you going to believe? And that's what prompted Trump to say that bitch shit that he said. And yes, I agree with you this time, and I'm completely on your side. The entire press conference, the entire press conference I felt like Trump was afraid to say anything that might even slightly piss off Putin or Russia the entire time. So all this wild card stuff I was saying last week, all the, the idea that, that, that he was just acting wild and crazy with the allies because he had to keep Putin on his toes, uh, there, was, there was absolutely no sign of any crazy on this day. And so when he says the answer that you, the, the quote that you answered, he was actually talking about something Putin had just said. Putin shut it down the question before. 
That's why the interviewer asked because like, no, 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 no way. We're not letting you get away with that, with that answer, Putin. So they actually gave Trump the opportunity to pick his own countryman as opposed to picking Russia or Putin. And he didn't. He pussyfooted. He, he, he played it on no, the fence. No, no, no. That's not pussyfooting. Yes, he did. He says, you know, that's, that's something more overt than pussyfooting. He just said it's not. I don't see any reason why it would be. Right. But but wait, wait, what about your your intel just to- told you and you don't have any see any reason why it could it would be Russia? <laughs> right. He the the interviewer uh, and this is why it's so uh, this is why it's so um not alarming. This is why it bothers me so much Kunta. It's because the interviewer actually gave him the opportunity to make a choice between his top security analyst advisors, etc. His top security guys and Putin. And he put it that clear, that black and white, that left and right. And Trump still decided to say that that thing, whatever that thing is, that that ridiculous thing that he actually let come out of his mouth. I'm I'm upset with that because I feel like All right. Well, I wasn't expecting that you to be that hot about it uh that incident specifically. But but then let's move forward. So okay. later on in the news cycle that day, he decides that there's too much heat and he needs to say that instead of would, he meant wouldn't. <laughs> I didn't hear that. I didn't say what he say now. I didn't hear any of this what instead you're saying. Instead of why it wouldn't be. I didn't see any reason why it, it would be Russia. What he meant to say was why it wouldn't be Russia. <laughs> no, that, no, 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 no. I watched the whole 45 minutes. No. That is not the sentiment. No, 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 no. He wasn't explaining the other 40, 40, uh, 40, uh, four minutes and, and 50 seconds. He's just talking that about one word? that specific sentence. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. No. Kunta, no. I, Did I, you say no? No. Because I, just the next day, the very next day, they asked Donald Trump as he was getting closing down his meeting back at home, they asked him if he believed that Russia was still attacking the United States. And you know what he said? He didn't say yes. He said no. And that blew up the same day (laughs) his White House spokesman, that big horrible woman, uh, Sarah Huckabee. uh, Huckabee. Huckabee. She had to say that he was mistaken. That's not what he meant. He meant to say yes. What? This 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 is ridiculous. Okay, this is ridiculous. So while this is going on, you've got multiple senators and congressmen trying to figure out. Wait a minute, <laughs> this don't look right. This smells funny. What did you two talk about? Right. Nobody nobody knows what they talked about. Huh. So okay. The Russian media back in Russia at the Kremlin said that there were oral agreements made about certain things, but it, but no one knows what they talked about. So one senator tried to get a bill passed today, uh, or tried, to get, a, tried to, to get access to the translator's notes from their conversation, and that was shut down by either Mitch McConnell or Senator John Cornyn, both Republicans. Um, the other thing that was, that was attempted is that uh, there was a ref- there was a referendum to vote showing uh, essentially former uh, formal support for United States intelligence by the Senate and the House. Referendum, 
You got to tell me what that means. That was also shot down by Senator Cornyn. He says it's because it's only formal and doesn't actually do anything, and they actually need to pass laws to try to uh, to try to uh, hurt Russia for uh, tampering with elections. Okay. I don't uh, know. What, I don't know what referendum means. What does that mean? It's just an agreement. It's not quite a law. Okay. But kind of. It only have the same impact, I suppose. Okay. Um. So. Huh. So and then here's some pseudoscience. So in that press conference you watched, uh, I saw several body ling- language experts try to say what they thought about the body language. And you pointed out what they saw, which is Trump seemed deferential, almost inferior uh, to Putin. Yeah. His body language. Yeah. And they also said that when the question was raised, does Russia have anything on you, that Trump's body structure and the smiling and stuff indicated guilt. Mm. Common tell of guilt. And if you look at Putin, uh, they said that they could clearly see that he had a disdain for Trump. Notwithstanding, you know, their love affair. He, he did, the way he, his body language indicated he really didn't think much. He didn't really care for him at all. Well, he didn't really look at him. He didn't really look at him at all. As a matter of fact, if he were a jump shooter... He would have always been had a had a good shot because his shoulders were square to the to the goal. Meanwhile, Trump is shifting back and forth on his feet. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Putin gave him a soccer ball at one point, and and Trump what? didn't he didn't know what to say. He threw the ball like, to his wife like it was it was very 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 odd and bitch made. So, what does all this mean? All this means is that some of our worst fears are probably true. And that our boogeymen, for be honest, and King Kunda's adult life, have some leverage over a sitting president, and um, they are affecting our elections. Huh? What do we do? Let me tell you what I thought when I was watching it, and the body. Now that you say the body language thing. It felt to me like whatever they said in that private meeting had something along the lines to do with <laughs> Putin telling Trump, if you go out here and say anything stupid, we got shooters. Like, that's how it felt. It was that thick. I don't know if it's shooters or we drop the tapes. Well, no, but you see what I'm saying? I, I, I'm, I'm being yeah, facetious. Yeah. Yeah, so he, he, Trump, whatever was talked about had Trump shook. Yeah. So... Trump, so, 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 so this is, so this all happens. This is happening. People are upset. A red alarm's going off. Trump has committed essentially what looks like treason. Something's going on. Something bad's going on. So, what does this Cheeto in Cheap decide to do when people th- are unhappy? Actually, let's, let's do it this way. So, a CBS poll was taken recently. Um, to talk about what a majority of Americans felt about how Trump handled Helsinki and uh, Vladimir Putin. By the way, uh, Trump personally thought that this was going to be a great opportunity to, to, to boost him and to, to establish him as a leader. Uh, and I also want to add one more, by the way, is that apparently from other news sources I read, CNN, MSNBC, and the Associated Press, it looks like Trump ignored 
the briefing he was given about the official United States position on all things Russian uh, completely, uh, which is not surprising. I doubt he pays attention to any briefings. But right. anyway, so that's how this debacle happened with the meeting. So in a, in a, in a poll to, to find out what Americans think about Trump's handling of this meeting, 55% of respondents disapproved of his handling, okay? Of that 83, of that, of, so let's break this down into parties. So the All Democratic right. Party, 83% of Democrats in this one poll said that they disapproved of his handling. Not shocking. Surprised the number is low. Now, of the Republicans, 68% of Republicans that took this poll said they approved wow. of how he handled it. Only 21% disproved. Now, one thing that we know, or we should know, and if you don't know, I'm about to tell you, elections are won and lost not by Democrats and Republicans, but by people called independents. Independents can either run formally or they can infiltrate your party and, and make it hard for your uh, primary candidate to win. Looking at you, Bernard Sanders, some of your Bernie bros. Bernard Anywho, so the point is the independence opinions are very, very important. Normally, you cannot win presidency without getting independent voters to, 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 to go with you. Of independence, 53% of those polled dis- disapproved of his handling. So be honest. You were in the Navy. You have some, you express some conservative views. Um, what do you make of the people that say that they're okay with how their president of the United States, used to be leader of the free world, handled this meeting with uh, our, I guess, our, our biggest known uh, rival or enemy? Rivals being nice. Frenemy? Who knows? What would you say about those 68% of people that Approve of how it was handled from that one particular party that I'm not going to name, but you know which one it is. Yeah, and you you said rival, so I want to come back to that after I tell you my answer. Um, I think that the alpha dog we were talking about last week, I believe, maybe two weeks ago, we're not going to be the alpha dog if we play this game. And um, you mentioned rival. There was actually a question about that as well. And Trump blew that one too. That's why I was saying the other, the whole rest of the the press conference, they asked him about a statement he made about Russia being our adversary. And he said, no, no, I actually said competitor. If you go back and listen, there are competitors and a very good competitor. If you ask me, what, what he's. He's, he's touted himself as being this alpha male, alpha business guy, alpha whatever. USA is back, alpha USA. I take offense to that because he completely went over there and, and, and beta mailed the entire thing. Let me ask you a question. How does this in any way, shape, or form make America great again or great? Well, I cannot see even one piece of silver lining. And you know, I'm always trying to find it. I'm always trying to figure out a way that something's not whatever everybody else is saying. 
This on, is bad. On this one, I, I can't disagree with, with the flock. I cannot this, disagree with the flock. It's not a flop. This is bad. He has something on him. It's obvious. Yeah. So, uh, that being said, Trump, by and large, is being the conversations. Be honest, and I just had are the conversation most rational and sane people in this country are having with regard to what just happened at Helsinki and the comments afterwards. So it's not good. No, you got a bipartisan coalition wondering. Okay. Okay, well, now I get it. There is something going on here. So what does Trump do? Doubles down? He decides to invite Putin to the White House. (laughs) I'm not laughing because it's funny. Trust me. And do you want to know how his head of national security found out? Uh, From... When the reporter asked him, why did the president invite Putin (laughs) to the White House for a second meeting? (sighs) Yeah. It's sitting good, man. This is bad. This is real bad. I don't know where we go from here, but you and I are about to live through this. And I hope this is, hopefully this will be the start of a turning point for you to realize that we're in some new stuff. New stuff, yeah, but I'm not. I'm not prepared to and say the so sky's falling. So we're going to be in new stuff. You better hold on to whatever stuff you think is important, whatever core values and beliefs you have. You better fight for those because a lot of new and strange things are happening, and I'm not sure where we're going to wind up. Because I'm going to tell you, people calling for Trump to be gone. You don't want Mike Pence as president. Nah, you think you do? You don't. This fool says he's talking to Jesus, yeah. and Jesus is talking back yeah. every night. Yeah. Oh, um, this is this is be honest. This is why voting matters. Yeah, I agree, but the, I don't I don't necessarily want to to present the message that the sky is falling and we need to be in the streets burning stuff down because I feel yes, like you were in the military. You know what you were taught to think about Russians. Yeah, I mean, but I I, I and, and that's just being in the military. That's not just growing up at you know as a 30, 40 something year old. There are enemies. Always have been. Yeah, yeah, they have, but I don't still. Want to, you know, riot in the streets yet. I just, I, I do know. No, there's no rioting in the streets. The, 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 legis- the people, the elected officials, whose job as part of the con- con- Constitution is to provide a check or and balance, right. needs to do what it's designed to do. Yeah, definitely. And I'll leave it at that. Yeah, definitely. I think that it, that it, it is, that it's the time. So... All before this this show, when I've been telling you, you know what I'm saying, the sky's not falling, um, you know, let's just give it a chance. I don't want to give it a chance because I I, I recognize I don't I don't know a lot about politics. I'm not I won't pretend that I'm, you know, the guy that knows everything about the way that politics work. However, what I do know is relationships. I can I can I have good discernment. And from watching that press conference, I want you to go back and watch it if you get a chance. It's 45 minutes, but... It's going to make me sick. Figure out a way to do it because you're going to immediately recognize what's going on in that room. Anybody who spent any time in a, in a tense situation, you're going to recognize what's going on in that room. And it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, you cannot be our leader if that's how you act. You can't be. You have, you have got to be, if nothing else, confident. You have to be. How can you be confident if you know what's out there on you? Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. So 
All right. So that's uh, that's a rare incident incident on this show, and let's hope that we're all able to be here um, long after this is is broadcast. Don't do that, man. Conversation. This is where we start disagreeing again. I don't. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I don't. I don't know. You've got the top two branches in the executive. Well, at least the number one. Uh, Holder of the of the office in the executive branch is subservient to our our enemies. Right. I don't. How can that be good? I don't know. And it's since you, since you always want to talk about nuclear, um, there was a stat. no no no. You can't blow the planet up. They know that. Yeah. Well, there was a stat though that ninety percent of all the the world's nuclear arms are held by Russia and U.S. And of course, we all know that the other people who have nukes, Russia is cool with them. So really, to be honest. All that stuff I was talking about, America's might. Uh, I don't know, bruh. I don't know. I don't well, know. You can't. We can't. Uh, there can't be a a conventional nuclear war because all this stuff is it's like a tripwire, right? Yeah, you know, there was almost World War Three. I don't know, a decade ago, because they couldn't figure out if a plane coming into Ru- at to some city at Russia was a plane or a missile. Yeah. The last minute, they realized it wasn't an intercontinental ballistic missile. Right. We were that close to the dominoes falling. Yeah. Wow. <sighs> well, on that happy note, uh, you know, we let's transition to uh, is it racism? So I'm going to tell you about a situation that happened. All right. And I'm going to ask you, what would you do? Okay. Let's say that you. Ha- had someone underneath you at, at an, in an office setting. Underneath me, like on like laying on the floor, or underneath, like like they were my that they reported to me. They report to you. Okay. Um, they're your they're your your subordinate. But let's say your subordinate happens to be thirty years older than you. So there's some respect there, okay? And let's all, let's also. Uh, say this is a white uh, a white woman, so you triple down on that privilege there. So, me and this paralegal, we joke around with each other quite a bit. I look at her as kind of like my you know dirty grandma, and I don't know what she thinks of me. She flips me off regularly. She thinks it's funny. Be honest, I, she's still there. I think I, I was laughing. I think it's funny. Oh. Okay. I thought I lost you because it was, anyhow. So, I don't know. Something happened today and she flipped me off and I said something. I don't even remember the basis of the conversation. But what she said to me that I do remember was, Ninja, please. Now, I'm in the office. And I didn't want keeping it real to go wrong. So, I laughed. I smiled. I turned around and went back to my office. What would you have done? Okay, did she say ninja as in from Tokyo? Yes, ninja. Oh, well, sure. That's what she meant. I don't know. It was up to my interpretation. No, I'm saying, did she actually say the word ninja? Yes, ninja. Or were you just replacing that word because you don't say the N-word? Well, that's not true. But ninja, that's what she, that's what she, uh, what she said. Okay. Literally, ninja, N-I-N-G-A, ninja. Well, J.A., but... By the way, not many people know this, but never could a black on both sides go without me exposing my blurdom, my nerdy fandom. I 
effing love ninjas. <laughs> what? <laughs> you love ninjas? Ninjas are awesome. Oh my god, I love ninjas. I just want to let everybody know I love ninjas. What is that? Who who loves ninjas? Ninjas? I love ninjas. <laughs> ninjas are awesome. If there's a game, oh if there's a show, you know, Ninjago. Whatever there is, if if you add a ninja to it, it's just it's done got lit. My son used to watch a show called Ninjago or something like that. You like that too? The Lego Ninjago, yeah, it's pretty serious though. Yeah, you know the Legos, gets a little heated. But but my I prefer my ninja content to come from Naruto or Boruto. Oh my god, uh, I have no idea what that is. Of Naruto would be Kakashi Hidake. I'm also a. <laughs> I'm ignoring you. I'm also a <laughs> Uchiha Sasuke. Sasuke Uchiha fan as far as that goes. <laughs> Meanwhile, on, on Boruto, the new one, you know, I, I, I do like Boruto Uzumaki. It's just like Naruto, and it is what it is. You know, oh except God. his element, his wind element's a lot strong. He does have jitsus. You know, Naruto struggled with that. <laughs> and I also like uh, Sarada, uh, you know, Sasuke's and... Uh, her daughter and, and Sasuke and uh, what's her face? Oh I can't remember because she's so freaking unuseful. The pink haired one. Oh anyway, God. Serata's wearing glasses. I don't understand that because if you have the eye powers of the Uchiha clan, why would you need glasses? <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> oh, welcome back to Whack on One Side. <laughs> what the hell are we talking? I don't know how we got here. <laughs> I don't. Maybe, to be honest, we'll have to edit this out. I don't know. No, trust me. There is no. I way. just want to go draw ninjas now. This is podcast gold. By I the will, way, I'll, my favorite ninja, not of the legendary Senate bloodlines or the legendary uh, uh, sage of the Great Six Path bloodlines, Kakashi Itaki. He's a bad boy. Nobody. Man, 2001 Jitsus. Nobody who gets pussy knows, has any idea Sound what you just said thing. for the past four or five minutes. <laughs> they have no idea. You know, they took that, that sh- uh, showering gun out of his eye and he got like full use of, his, of all of his uh, actual chakra. He's still a powerhouse, man. He's still a powerhouse. <laughs> him. That's why he became Hokage. Right. Pervy Hokage. Of course. Of course. Everybody By knows that. Poor awesome. I'm looking for Jiraiya-sama. We'll always be thinking about you, OG, triple OG. Wow. Uh, yeah, so um, she says, Ninja, please. I think that that is not racism. I think she was making a joke, and old people don't give a fuck. Well, she's about 63. That's not, and, that's not uh, old, then. It was, it's workplace inappropriate to say that in an open space. I disagree. I think that Ninja, please, yeah. you know, in a white corporate, in a normal, in corporate America, that would be an inappropriate thing to say as a non-black person of color to a person of color, don't you think? Particularly if he is your uh, superior. I believe that if you guys have a pretty good, comfortable working relationship, that that should be permissible. I don't think she meant it as... um I think she, I I mean, I can't, of course, speculate how she meant it, but just hearing the situation from what you, what you said, it feels to me like it was more along the lines of, I'm cool with you, ninja, please. Not like ninja, please. Like, it wasn't like nigga, please at all. 
I, but that's just me. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have been offended. I don't even know if I would even bring. I don't it. think I was offended. You know, to be honest, all the way honest, I, I, I was surprised more than anything. But I'm not really offended because I used to wear a T-shirt that said "Strictly for My Ninjas." Right. And I mean, okay, so and the fact that you it's know, it's a game. It's tongue in cheek. It's a game we're playing. Right, but I, the fact that you know so much shit about ninjas that you just spewed out, like you should have been, um, you should have been, you should have felt like she was giving you a compliment. You're he obviously. Doesn't, he doesn't know how I feel about ninjas. She maybe she she can read it on you because it's obvious that you're. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how. You, I don't know how you. By the way, so uh, you know everybody knows in Naruto the f- fandom ended with Sasuke and uh, going with uh, the useless one Sakura. That was bullshit. She should be with Naruto. And Naruto wound up going with Hanada of the of the uh Hayagawa clan with the Bayugan eye power. So again, everybody's got eye powers. Why is she wearing glasses? It makes no sense. Yeah, um, not racist. That's what I say. I say not racist. I wouldn't have handled it any different than you. I would have just went back to my office, no big deal, no harm, no foul. You know what I'm saying? What let, let that white lady live, man. She's not hurting nobody. Yeah, you're right. Whatever. All right, so, well, do we have any more racist things to talk about? We actually don't. This week was a good week, man. I think black people are are starting to do better in this world. They seem like everything's on the up and up, all the positive stuff happening for black people. What the hell are you talking about? We're trying to fight Russians now. This is all bad. It's like World War II. That's white people, though. That's white people. We got to worry about everybody's survival now. That's That's why it's been so quiet. Well, for I mean, okay, so look, man, I'm gonna skew the numbers in. We, you know, stats always work for you. So I'm saying that there are no good black, almost racist stories this week. So whatever. I mean, so if we gotta fight a little Russia to make black people, you know, come up. Let's do it. Okay. All right. Let's let's do it. In the meantime, hold on a second. I'm gonna look out my window. <laughs> yep. No mushroom cloud out on the west coast. We're still Could you do me a favor and uh, just do a well check where you are? Uh, yes, yeah, qu- very quiet here. All right, so we're going to have to get some friends up in the uh, the, the 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 Pacific, not the Pacific, but the the Midwest and higher, because we got to watch you know Alaska and whatnot. Because we got to really be careful about where. Got to watch our six man, mm-hmm. and our eights, and our nines. Got to watch your sixes, your twelves, your threes, and your nines. You got to go 360, a oh. circle. Oh, okay. Like Nagato. In the meantime, though, you know what you AKA could do? Pain, who had the uh, the eye power that allowed him to see through. No, nobody, nobody cares about any of that stuff you're That's talking about. What they can do, though, while we're waiting on the, the mushroom club. The well, most, the greatest eye power there is. There nobody is. nobody cares about that. I promise. I prom- Kunta, Kunta, I promise you, nobody who's listening cares about that stuff you're talking about. No one. Mr. J knows what I'm talking about. Besides Mr. J, no one else cares about that stuff you're talking about. Jamie Mack knows what I'm Jamie talking Mack about. Jamie Mack has no cons- interest in any of the stuff you're has talking watched about. Watch Naruto. No. And more importantly, Kit. No. May know about Naruto. Kit doesn't doesn't care about this stuff you're talking about. What Kit wants everybody to do is go to rarescience.com slash register and sign up for our premium service so they can get access to all of the shows. And you know, I've I've heard from some some people. A very wise man, actually, that our premium is popping compared to all the other premium shows' content. That's what I heard. 
Well, I'm not going to disagree with you because I have had some premium, some strange premium, some premium strange. Right. Yeah, I'm going to say that. I've had some premium strange. And I got to tell you, uh, before Black on Both Sides, Kunta was premium. Kunta was 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 spending that that latte money on rare science and having access to all those back episodes, uh, the other podcasts. Because there are some other cool podcasts that are on there. You should check out if you don't. You're not aware of them. There's uh, the Mothership, which is uh, uh, the No Nonsense Show. That's how I found the Rare Science Network. That's how this relationship started. Yep. Just some guys having barbershop conversation. Nothing wrong with that. If you don't like barbershop conversation every now and then, you need to turn in your card. <laughs> which card? Oh, you know which card. Uh, Music Love Life. You know, they touch on everything. Uh, and uh, Baylor the Great, uh, BTG for president. Everything from a Cali perspective. Nothing wrong with that. Goes down smooth. Mm, Colt 45. Billy D. Williams is 80. Did you know that? I didn't know that. That's crazy. Congratulations. He's, really old. he's, older. he's older than Harrison Ford. Congratulations. And he's going to be in the next movie. See what I did there? More yeah. nerd stuff. Kunta, did you know that we have 800 episodes? Well, just under 800 episodes of, of content on Rare Science Media Network? No, I, did, I didn't realize there were so many. I know that, uh, that you know, the Mothership has a lot, but I didn't realize the other shows had that many. Wow. 768 episodes to be exact. That's all the shows on the Rare Science Media Network. All of them. 768 sh- episodes. For a cup of coffee. <laughs> For a cup of coffee. Right. I can, you, can, I can, you can have the fruits of the Rare Science Media's labors for the price of one funky cup of coffee one time a month. And it helps us grow and, and get better as well. So you're, you're doing it for a good reason. It's not like we're just, you know, padding our pockets. We're actually putting it into these shows and getting these shows better. So, Yeah, and on a serious note, that's actually, you know, people say, why, why do you make the premium content? It's, it's to help us. Make the better, make a better show. You know, we do carry certain expenses. Uh, it is a labor of love. But at the same time, you know, if you guys want to, you know, are fans of this show or another show, you should support your local podcast. I'm a big fan of that. Support those. Help the helpers, as uh, as a uh, as a uh, presidential candidate once said a few months ago. <laughs> I think he said, "Support the supporters." Actually, I like that better. Support the supporters. Help the helpers. Right. And so that's what that's about. And uh, before we go, I see what you did there, be honest. You tried to run me amok. Mm. Black on both sides, huh? Yeah. Which side today, be honest? Which side today? This is how they, this is what they do. Be honest knows that I've gone out there. I've put my neck on the line. I said, if you Wherever you find our podcast, be it iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher, if you leave us a five-star review, as long as you have left five stars, I will read what you wrote, no matter what you write. You could say, hey, that King Kunta, I like where he's going. Or you could say, hey, that King Kunta, He's a fucktard. I fucking hate him. Hope he walks into an open manhole cover. I'll read it. So let's take a look. See if we have any new reviews. Can you five stars? 
All right. And so we are in luck. At least on the iTunes platform, we have a new five-star review. This comes from MRS KCW. I'm going to say Miss KCW. Okay. Five stars. She says, podcast magic. Mm. This podcast has quickly become one of my top shows of all time, along with the OG, the No Nonsense Show, also from Rare Science Media. I'm seriously smiling or laughing the entire time that I'm listening to these gentlemen. Oh, man, you're going to love this. Lip Spa. <laughs> Be honest, and King Kunta have fantastic chemistry and provide hilarious yet thought-provoking content that is unmatched. Do yourself a favor and subscribe now. Thank you, Mrs. KCW. That is makes me feel great. Uh, I hope to God you're not be honest. Because uh, if you're not be honest, then I'm sure he feels great that, that you wrote this. And, you know, we will continue to come to the podcast dojo. What, what are you talking about? What do you mean? And lip hope, bar. hope you're not be honest. What do you mean? <laughs> this is a very nice review. I do hope you, he didn't do write you, it. Do you think me. that I would ever put my name as Mrs. Anything? Well, what I know about you is that you you're you're a contrarian and you're very smart. So you would probably know that I would assume you wouldn't put Mrs. there, which would be the exact reason why you would do that because you would you would go contra what my tendency would be. You've watched too much Princess Bride. Fair enough. <laughs> Don't we have another review, man? Get out of here with you that. You both are poisoned. I would never, I would never say Mrs. anything, even if I was faking. That's just, I just couldn't, I couldn't do that. I'm not Donald Trump. <laughs> All right, so we have a second one. It says dope. And it says Xionis. I think I know who that is. Uh it says you guys are awesome. Be honest, you're cool. And you're my dad too. And he says, Hey, love. More young people should listen to this show. I did it that way she said it all caps. Seriously though. That's that's great. I, I like that. It makes me feel good. And be honest, you know that person? Zionis, yeah, that's my daughter. It's my oldest daughter. But yeah, you, know, you know what's funny about this is that the the caption is dope. That's what she said. Gotta love that. Old school throwback. I love it. I'm trying to incorporate dope into my regular degular every day. We really do appreciate the uh five star ratings. Um there's I mean that's that's really the meat of this. That's, yeah, you yeah. know, at the end of the day, if you like our show. If you, if we help you uh, in any way, if we, if we tell you something you don't know, if we bring any improvement whatsoever to your life, do us a solid and share the show, and do us a further solid and write a five star review. Because in addition to you being able to write whatever the hell you want, and I'll read it, it also helps people see the show. Because when you have five star reviews, you get bumped up into the general general search page and the listings, the rankings on on iTunes. I'm sure it's the same way with Google Play and Stitcher. And that helps other people find the show. And when people are trying to figure out what's going on, it's not just the show descriptions. It's also people's reactions, uh, people's reviews that encourage people to click. You get your friends to click, we'll take it from there. And that being said, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Black on Both Sides, where nothing is black and white. We'll see you guys next week.
Rasengan. 